Oh, Hollywood Anonymous, Craig Coleman episode, part due. Part due. I didn't hear the theme song there, but oh, there it is. There it is. Hello, operator. Wait, you know this song? No, no, you don't, apparently. I don't. I, guess I don't know the words. <laughs> Hooray for Hollywood. Craig Coleman wears his pants and a shirt. There's I love the fact that right now Craig is walking around. Looking for an outlet to charge his phone. There's outlets all over the world, Craig. All you, over the dude, world. Dude, right there, underneath that captain's chair or the director's chair or whatever. Right underneath it. And now, Brian explains how to plug in a phone. Hey, Hollywood. A Jason of sorts. Yet another kick-ass episode broadcast from the historic Herald Examiner building in downtown Los Angeles, where, put your headphones on, champ, yep, our guest, part right. two, part Craig two, Coleman. Part two, our visitor, our yes. visitor. Sorry, I've already given up. I, I coined it, and I gave up on it instantly. I know, but I like telling, like, I, I, I got, uh, you know, uh, Brack uh, Hildreth listens to the show now. All right. And uh, he caught on to the visitor thing, and he was like, it was a good visit. When he listened, he said it was a good visit. See, there you so, go. Yeah, so I think we should try to stick with that and try to make it stick and say that, you know, you're not a guest, you're, you're a visitor. Even like I just... guest sounds more warm, like you're a guest in my home. If you were visiting my home, I'd be like, you'd be some weird dude. I didn't yeah, I'd be know. like, maybe we don't like you, so go. it's easier to get rid of a visitor. True. Right? Right. Well, okay. So we're here. Craig is uh, back for part two. We invited you back for part two, but this actually worked out nice because Craig is working here today at the Herald Examiner on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, in cloudy L.A. In cloudy. That's okay, though. There's nothing wrong with that, man. For once, it's not... Yeah, not beaten down. Yeah, so they um, um, our little mini studio slash my office is right next to the lobby where... um, if you are a fan of the TV show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they always dress it as uh, Guigino's, their restaurants, which they shot yesterday. But right now, they're outside getting ready to ram a car through a fence or something. Yes. I don't know how much we're actually allowed to talk about, but that doesn't really... I didn't give away anything. <laughs> Storyline. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Cars. They go to a the restaurant. good news is they don't like me enough to ever give me a script because I'm not that valuable to the show. Okay. So. Well, good to know where you stand. But I guess if you had a script, what would be the advantages of that? Nothing. That's why they don't That's give me the script. Why I wouldn't give you one either. Yeah. I mean, have like, I ever explained the history of me in that show? Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, I'm sure I've heard it, but what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know that the listeners have heard it. I mean, I, well, no, the building, the building is for the first two seasons. We've, we did we, talk we, about that, right? The bar sets the, there, the so they know. Is, yeah, yeah right. but, oh, that's what I was asking. Oh, that's the history that the show shot here for two seasons. Well, I've been since the beginning. Yeah, you know, you have. You're right. right. From the beginning, this is the 11th season. This little known season. fact, used to be called Always Sunny in Irwin's Butthole. <laughs> they changed Isn't that name. weird? And so I had to legally change my name to Irwin's once Butthole. Once they had, yeah. Sure, it was, it once they weird. took that. Way to spin this into a downward spiral. Sorry, right? yeah. I, I'm, and I apologize for having a cold again. Because, uh, yeah, oh, seriously. God, really? Dirt bag, yeah. That's He's always cool. got something going on. I don't even know. How, you don't even have a job, right? What does that, what? <laughs> like, hey, how do you get whoa, around people whoa, and get dude, a cold? That was so quick and right. Like, the guy who's working right now. Did, did you turn I your radio it. down? No. You, can, you didn't? No. Okay, I just want to make sure. They're just not like not, a lot of radio no traffic no when they're uh, How needed shooting. do you feel like working on this show right now? Needed? Do you feel needed? No. No, I feel like more of a hindrance. Like, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> They're telling you not to do stuff when it should be. No, he got, got, an, ar- he got an argument. Oh, oh. He got an argument with an electrician yesterday. Tell your little story. Oh, really? It's such a non. I'm, yeah, but this this is this, this is the point. Show it, is non. Like, yeah, this is uh, non. Oh, okay. 
Uh, you know, we're in the lobby. It's a uh, historical. Yeah. So you got to be it's like in a an, thousand commercials right now. Yeah, you got to be like an anal. DraftKings.com if you want to see what it looks like. DraftKings.com. I saw that. Sponsor us. See, chatter. chatter. I. Uh, so you got to be an anal freak about it. You can't. No food. No drink. It's historical. That's and uh, you it's... can blast that over the radio like five times. There's tons of signs. And then there's gonna be a guy eating a blizzard. There's always every, somebody. There's always somebody that every no time. rules apply. Look behind you. See that sign behind you? It says that that's a sign from the lobby that we keep here. And you'll notice. I'm gonna read it here. I'm gonna read it the way it reads, and then you read what they did, John. So it says, no equipment, food, or drinks in this lobby. This is a historical landmark, which is true. Thank you for your cooperation. What did somebody they, change? They changed the O in historical to an E, so it says hysterical. <laughs> this this is the type of stuff. But that's, I mean, we're production crews, we're 12 years old. I mean, it's like... They yeah, have, this is a true. historical landmark. I this, believe it, and I know that, and I understand it's it. It's tied I'm, into the Hearst Castle. Like they, It's like in a... But, but, but when people film here, they just see it as a like a set, just another old building. So Craig telling somebody to not drink soda in just another set, another old building, it enrages them, especially when it's it's a um, the set that they're using it for is a restaurant where everybody else in there is eating and drinking, and drink. right? Yeah, so you feel ridiculous. Some guy just walked past with like fucking pasta. And wine, right? To go sit now, on the was table. Was he was he an extra, or was he just walking? No, by he's the guy wine? who's so setting he was up your the fake food. Set. Okay. set dresser. Set. Yeah, he's yeah set dresser. And so he's bringing them real food. And so then I'm telling the dude with the potato chips, I'm like, "Hey, bro, you can't eat those. No here. food here." And then <laughs> he's not here, like not even right out here. And I'm like, "No, dude, no." And I'm um. I have a no fun face. He did. He just did it. Yeah, For those of you who like couldn't see. Use, yeah. It's, it's, that's my no fun I face. I can't really hear it, so let's, can you show me again? <laughs> yeah. What is that one again? Let's see. Let's see the no fun face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, ready? Go ahead. Yeah, there. there's not a lot of fun. We'll, right. we'll, post, we'll post pictures that of was, no fun that's face just, on that's, Twitter. That's blank in there. So, so after I've probably talked to like Empty inside. six <laughs> people about food and <laughs> drinks, you know, please just get rid of it. And they're all like, all right. But they're dicks about it. You know, they'll give you attitude. We're s- I have a 10-year-old yeah, you- who listens very well. Oh, really? You don't get attitude from your kid? No. Well, hardly. Well, come on. She's a girl. She's so a girl. Yeah. So a little Every now and then, yeah. You're going to get sass later. Oh, it's coming. All right. She's 10. So anyway, so this one guy, he just, I told him, you know, about his drink. You can't have a Mountain Dew I out thought here. I told him about his dreams, and I was going to crush him. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. <laughs> and then uh, he basically like, fuck you, asshole. You know, and I'm like, all right. All right. So it got tense for a second, but I, I always tell my wife, you know what? I'm gonna be the bigger guy, and I punch work. him in the dick. And I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So John doesn't work here. So I showed him my balls, and I said, next time you're gonna taste them. And uh, so this that is the was part you where being Craig... the bigger man because you have huge balls. Yeah, yeah. I do. They're it's big. weird. Yeah. So, but he always takes him into the bathroom to show him the balls. Like he doesn't want to do it in front of everybody else. So well, it's a really a long, no, even, drawn yeah. out, long walk. You don't want to, to humiliate the, the guy. Oh, I thought you meant like his balls were really long and drawn out. That's why <laughs> they're really long. At this age, they good ball talk, you guys. Nice good ball, ball talk. talk, guys. Keep your balls in your pants when you're in the lobby of this building. It's historical. I mean, hysteric. hysterical. Hyster- 
So it turned into a fuck you, fuck you. And then I went over and I was like, hey, dude, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cause any tension. And so he like puts his hand in my face like, fuck you, I'm not talking to you. And then he starts mocking me openly like, fuck you. And Eric, our other site yeah. rep that was working at Whitney. We'll eventually talk to him. He's the Forrest Gump of this building. Yeah, Eric, yeah. Eric is like, you know, he's tattooed from neck to fucking. Yep. And taking selfies currently with probably Everybody. one of the actors. Sure. The show. Yeah, Continue. well, that's, he loves that's, that. That's We're going to ask him about his love of uh, selfie photos and so uh he just zooms in on dude because he, he likes me yeah me and him get along really well and eric never gets mad you have to understand something about eric he's, he's very chill thin he does have a lot of dangerous tattoos on him but he has no he doesn't have an angry bone in his body so if eric gets angry it's a little bit weird yeah yeah and he's chill and he just got in the dude's face and he's just like hey bro what down just put it down there I, did, I know you can keep your radio on, but you don't actually have to have it right next to your microphone. Got it. Okay. And so he, uh, yeah, he's just like, hey, Was dude. That okay? He's, yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. He, he's just like, yeah, dude, uh, now you need to knock that shit off, or we'll just kick you out of the fucking building, which basically means you're not going to get paid for the rest of the day. Yeah. And which basically means, just so you know, in translation from Brian Talk, is you can't really kick him out of the building. But continue. <laughs> no? No, I, mean, I never, I forgot to tell you about that, but I'll, we'll, we'll come <laughs> I just wanted you to feel. That's no way, dude. I wanted you to feel important about your about what, when you told me the story. <laughs> no, I'm almost t- positive I could finish I would, story. I would never kick somebody out you, of the you, building. You, you can't. But, but continue we, the story. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> oh my! I'm going to let you know how this would have played out. But He's continue. Threats he can't. Yes. I love that. I'm so glad you just told me that because I would hate to have to be like, "That's it, bro. You're out of here." And he goes, and then nah. tw- yeah, 20 minutes later, past each other in the hallway. So let's button it up. And that's what would have happened because you'd have called him like, Brian, I am so mad right now. I told this guy to get out of here. And they'd be like, um, did he leave? Well, no, but he's going to get out of here, right? No, like, no he is. Nope, not. no, he is probably not. not. You guys will be eating next to each other at lunch. <laughs> so good luck with that. Yes. But so, okay, go so ahead. So then just to be, so then the older guy who's, you know, more seasoned, he just tells dude, he's like, hey, dude, just fucking go away. You know, walk away. So the guy walks like two feet and then opens his soda, like in total, de- like a child. In denial. Total like the, yeah, defiance, like, yeah, defiance, fuck yeah. you. And, and Eric just like, that's fucking it. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Now, can I ask you a question? I didn't ask you about was, What was going on with the, the were they, were they obviously were not rolling. Was there, were they in between takes or something like that oh, when all this was going down? Well, no, here's the best part. So all of that is happening and they're kind of rehearsing and shooting. And so all of that conversation was held at a, I swear to God. Oh, whisper okay. fight. Yeah, it's a whisper, a whisper fight. Whisper fight. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to kick yeah. the fuck out of here. So that's the best part. Whisper fight. Is that it's this tense, but everybody's being quiet about it. Use your library voice to scream at me. Exactly. <laughs> that is awesome. So and that's pretty much. And which is funny because Craig tells me this whole story this morning. I heard nothing about it, right? right. It happened in front of one of the producers. The producer didn't say anything to me about it in the morning. And then we're standing outside talking about it and he goes I'm pretty much sure that they sent him to like another location or whatever so then, then he, he starts walks talking, by he walks past Craig I'm like no no or no they didn't well, no no they didn't he's here because as I said you can't kick anybody I mean you, you no. have I've learned that um it's really hard you, you have to do something really boneheaded sure in production to actually get kicked off or they already don't have to like you and then they're like finally so there, because there was a, there was a show before my nephew Ben started working in the business. He mm-hmm. wasn't eighteen, and there was a show that will remain nameless, but a, a big television show. And uh, he was visiting set, 
and I had to go. And I said, you can stay. He was kind of like job shadowing, if you will, high school kid, kind of checking out the business. And I said, you can stay with James, another site rep, and hang out on set and watch him shoot. So he goes to set, and there was this really jerky uh, line producer on the television show that did the old, who is that? He can't be here. He's too young. Get him off set. I don't want to deal with these liabilities. All it's just a bunch of crap because it didn't matter. Insurance covers everything. Sure. It covered for all that stuff. And uh, and then James, who works for me, is a super nice guy, and he's like, "Oh no, no, uh, I just just James is like uh, it's totally fine. I'll leave, but I just have a question. Who are you? And uh, you know, you know that mm. who are you question. But he genuinely wanted to know who was yelling at him. So if he got in trouble later, he could say, "Oh, so and so did." Right. That sent that person oh, off the shit. deep end of like, "Who am I?" Who like the that total fuck like, are you? which is you're a douchebag if that's how you behave, right? Yeah. So it, right. it turns out that person eventually ended up getting fired. Oh, the line producer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because they were douchebag. Oh, because they're probably like that to going everybody around, all the time. Going around, right. shitting on everybody. Right. Got too hungry of power. Eventually got let go. So I said to Ben, your claim to fame is before you even started in the business, you already cost someone their job. <laughs> so you should feel good about you yourself. You were the final pebble. Yeah. <laughs> and John has left the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to deal with something. Oh, dealing with something things. Something more important. Yeah, mm-hmm. a Cubs trade. Or- yes, I'm. De- I'm de- I deal with Cubs. I trade uh, players, baseball players. You, because you're a big baseball fan. Just yes. out of curiosity, yes. and a sports fan in general, you are not one of those guys that will send emails to the club with ideas, right? Oh like you don't. God, you don't no. tweet. Oh you do God, not tweet no. them. Like, hey, no. what you need to do? No, no, no. no do you no. know anybody like that that <laughs> actually feels that they sh- they should have a voice? I well, I mean. Sh- Every, I mean, I'm not talking about yelling at the TV. I'm talking about a knucklehead that will actually be like, tweet, hey, at Cubs, what you really need to do is bring up so-and-so or whatever. You know, well, like idiots that I mean, literally think okay. someone, like, the, they're, re- they're reading it going, did you know that Eric, this guy Eric in uh, Minnesota said... Uh, well, right. I know they don't read them, but and I guess I don't tweet directly. I do say, th- I, I tweet more to the Bears, like, hey, dickheads. What are you doing? Like I'll I'll mock, you do then I'll I'll mock them. Yes, that's fantastic. And if they ever and then I've gotten in fights with the fox robot, but it turned out to be Jay Larson, <laughs> right? Which was like which you could have just waited. Jay Larson's until, like, a, a comedian. Tuesday yeah, sorry, Jay Larson's somebody I know. He sold me a couch that I still have, and like off the... Craigslist with a penis. Yeah, Craig, you have a list. You want to talk about that? Sure. Well, uh, uh, I have pictures a list of, of penises. penises that I show people. It's more of a data bank. That's funny you uh, uh, say people's suggestions. Like I was in a Del Taco one day. Oh, and, wow. And this fucking guy. You can tell Craig has nothing about sports, so he had to move <laughs> it to something right he's more familiar with. No, I don't. I hate sports. I know. Um, we, I think what we, happened? I think who beat, we you, who beat you with the baseball glove? All right, so continue. No, it's all my it's a string of failures. Yeah. Um and so this guy's, you know, it's just the cashier's there. He orders his food and he goes, hey, you know what you guys need? He's like, uh, those chalupas. Are you buying apps over there? Oh, my phone was ringing, dude. What? Go ahead. He's Listen. trying to tell a chalupa story. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. Continue. Well, he's just, he's, he's, he's talking, he just starts talking about all these new great things at like Taco Bell and then El Pollo Loco has that rap thing. And, and I'm looking at him like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> He was telling this to the people at to just the, Yeah, this $8 an hour lady. Who's As looking if they're at back him. there like chefs creating new ideas. Exactly. I love when they do try to show that. This is the Taco Bell chef's kitchen. This is where they... Have you ever seen those commercials? Listen, they have kitchens. They yeah. All those... Festivals, but they're not in those places. No. They have, no. They're in like a headquarters somewhere where and, they come up with ideas. And, and she, those ideas are usually... You know, and she had that look on her not face gluten-free. like, I what? hope someone just comes in and shoots me. <laughs> now. She's like, this would be a timely death. Yeah. This would be this would be good. So the last time you were here, yes, 
Speaking of death, thank you. Great transition. Boom. Speaking dead bodies. Speaking of death. There, there you are, right? You and Snake and Eyeball were going to see a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> you brought the comb, but you didn't have any hair. <laughs> all right, so there you are. But we're still sang. in the city of angels, uh, watching an angel float to the sky off of the. Uh, <laughs> watching if, if you're an into angel that kind of stuff, to watching. The sky. So you see that you're, you're so here you're in the street, but you finished, I believe, by telling us that that was just round one that you took off and yeah, you decided that was round one, L.A. And so let's just kind of just do the a quick re- recap. A, a, so, a recap would be, Craig, you moved out to L.A. with uh, you're from California, from Bakersfield. From well, okay. Well, it, I say that because if you're in L.A. and you say, "Oh yeah, I'm from Southern California," and they're like, "Where?" and you say, "Bakersfield," and you say, "Bakersfield," they go, "No." They go, Ew. and automatically they're California, like, "That's yeah. either central or northern." And I'm it's like, not "No, I'm just saying that's how people see it." Oh that's, no, I wouldn't see it. They as see central. it that way because they just refuse to accept that you could be part of if, Los Angeles. If anything, I feel like Bakersfield is somehow like should be south of L.A. Like I feel like it should be south of everything. It should be like like right on the border of Tijuana. It's they call it the Bible Belt of California because it's like gross. Yeah, okay. It is. It's like everything you hear in the Midwest. You know, people talking crazy. Armageddon's next week, and yeah, the uh, Hee-haw do- was founded doomsday, there. Yeah, Doomsday Preppers. All Doomsday Wasn't shit. Hee-haw founded there in Bakersfield? Well, Buck Owens is from there. Oh, big surprise! See, you thought I made that up. I don't no, think you I saw made it up, but I don't think Hee-haw was. They have like a Chinatown there. arch there for Buck Owens, right? There's like an arch. Settle down. It's a sign that says Bakersfield. <laughs> That's it. Buck, <laughs> Buck Owens. There's no Buck, I thought it said Buck Owensville, but it says no, like Buck right next to it. It says like home of Buck Owens or something like like right there, right? It's pretty like as close as you can get they, to being they moved, changing the name. They moved the sign to after the after he died. Yeah, after he died, he he built the place. Were called, they waiting? Is he dead? All right. Yeah, he's so, dead. Oh, dude, take the you, sign down. <laughs> we got no one knows where the fuck he is. <laughs> you go there uh, to his uh, his gravesite, and it's a uh, it's a little mausoleum with guitars for fucking door handles. Awesome, of course, right? as it dude. should be. And his Cadillac, I saw his Cadillac driving by me one day. Big bull horns. Wait, was he winning? on the hood? Was, yeah. was when? when huh? Was no, this before? He Hawaii? wasn't in it. Oh, okay. Well, but then, how do co- I know it's his car? The okay. Buck Owens drives a Cadillac. How many well. famous people do you think are driving around Bakersfield? Uh, Not many. Negative. But you said he six. wasn't in it. No, but everybody knows what his car looks like. Oh, uh, okay. That's it. what I'm it's, saying. It's it's that thing. It's a specific car, and it has. Right. Six shooters for fucking. Okay, door there handles. we go. Okay, bang bang. Yep. Yeah. All right. So Buck Owens is actually Yosemite Sam. Yeah. And pretty much. That's cool. Though. Yeah. I watched. I mean, a he ton could be now to anybody. Yeah. Everybody watched Hee Haw back in the day. There was oh, only I like did. seven things to watch when we were growing I up. Know, you had no true. choice but to watch. Hee-Haw. I watched Carol Burnett. Yeah, I know you did because it was on one of three channels. You had on no choice. Yeah. What other choice did you have? Yeah. Uh, Go to your room and sit in the dark like you had a concussion, or you watch whatever was on television. Right. I'm going to watch the A-Team. No, you're not. You're going to go to your room, sit in the dark. You have a concussion. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Don't fall yeah. asleep. <laughs> Lay on your side yeah. case you throw up. What is happening? Um, so you, so you're, this is a long way back, but anyway, is that where you, so you were in LA for a while opening up for bands, doing the comedy thing, and then yes. everything fell apart with that, with that whole thing, and then, so where did you go when you left LA the first time? Oh, well, back to Bakersfield. Sorry, so you're there you are. Yeah. You're driving Buck Owens' car. That's what you did for <laughs> right, a living. Sure. So Sh- I go back. Shining the six shooters on the handles. So I go back to Bakersfield, and you could say I fell into a meth hole. <laughs> Accidentally? No, on I. On purpose? Okay, I dove into a meth hole. Right, nose first? Yeah, so, so yeah, I went on. Uh, Snorting or uh, smoking? 
a little bit of both. I didn't smoke it too much because that that shit really spins you out and gets weird. Shit, uh, are shit you guys gonna ha- just? I, but this is great. You two have your mouth talk. Go ahead. This is great. <laughs> and so, so but before you, okay, so you were doing meth. Now, were you also doing comedy at the same time you were doing meth in Bakersfield? I don't no. know. There was let, no. Let there wasn't an open what, mic. What's the least funny things that you could talk <laughs> about in Bakersfield? More meth problems. <laughs> like right, people just start crying. And when, I, and I when you're all when you're all on speed, like nothing's really funny. Like huh, that's. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like nothing is funny. Like you could watch hours and hours of Pryor and Carly. You be like, yeah, okay, I get it. That's I, good. I That's get good. it. That's good. That's good. That's good. But you're not laughing. No, Did no. you work while you were all knocked oh, out? Yeah, yeah, but not on real jobs. He's no. Sanded what did you dressers do? and repainted <laughs> furniture and mowed his roof and reshingled his driveway and raked his rocks. All the shit meth heads do. Is this true? I worked at a uh, a Pizza Hut. That perfect. Everybody that worked there was like lit up. So you guys made a shitload of pizzas. Hey, we don't have any orders. Why are there forty two pizzas waiting? Uh, We're just ready, man. Craig, are you the only one working back there? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. I got the dishes after this. Don't you? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. I just swept the toilets. What you swept the toilets? Anybody want a sandwich? I made some sandwiches. We don't make sandwiches here. What are you doing? So yeah, ice cream Sundays. Ice cream Sundays for everybody. (laughs) So I delivered pizzas. Real okay. fast, way under thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Last. Like, oh, yeah. here you go. Here's your pizza. Uh, it was. A di- thanks. Were you about to call for a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> There's no box. It's just like he's holding a hot pizza. Like, yeah. he's burning his fingertips. He's like, I don't care. It doesn't hurt. I don't feel pain. Jesus is in me. <sighs> oh, that's great. I gotta get back on my meth bike. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all on a bike. It's like 30 minutes or less. We have a 15-mile radius, and Craig delivered them all on a unicycle. It was great. So I did that for a while. But define a while. (laughs) Well, in meth years. 15 minutes? Yeah. 15 minutes, seven years? I mean, I've been doing it since I was 17. About 21 is when I just... Delivering pizza or meth? Meth. Okay. Okay. Yeah, pizza was (laughs) for a year. Once I turned 20, I was like, fuck pizza. (laughs) Yeah. Like, give me some more meth. (laughs) <laughs> so I I just I found myself. Were you pretty clean for the most part when you were in L.A. The place of we would consider a, you know another version of Sin City. No, we were just broke. Yeah. So you couldn't afford the math. Yeah, we couldn't you afford had... anything. So for the we most would, part, you were you know what we would clean we here. would do in L.A. is we would uh, go to like near a Seven Eleven, turn the car off, push it into the parking lot, and we'd all go bump for change. <laughs> okay, okay, um, to get booze. <laughs> But I don't understand the put. I don't. What? Because oh, we oh, because it looks like you ran out of gas. Look, we just I'm sorry. I just yeah. caught up to the whole scam. Right. I, my bad. Well, yeah. that's why you'd be perfect for it. <laughs> Brian, you, I actually, exactly right. Craig pushed my car in here today. Can I get fifty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was that's your that was your first round. Of that's a great. Yeah. That's a great. Who, um, okay. Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. I will get back to Beggarfield in a second. When you guys were sitting in the car and you ra- realized you ran out of money, who's fucking came up with the? All right, listen. Here's what we're gonna do. Like, who's the who is the ringleader of, of say, like kick-ass ideas on how to get change? I want to say it was uh, Reggie, the bass player. And did Reggie learn this from somebody else? He's like, I heard about this trick. No, dude. Reggie just fucking he's idea man. Yeah, he thought outside the box. He's uh, he thought outside Jack the, in the Box. He thought outside the Jack in the Box and the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy. He he kind of put corn together. I mean, he. You know, the other guys, a lot of the other guys are, you know, pretty chill and quiet, and he's uh, very business-oriented. He's very smart like that. 
and he's so he must be really good with his money now. If he was coming up with plans like that once. You he know got what? The, money. The, the kid was he, always good with his money. He right. invented a meth maker, and yeah. now he just sits at home. So back to meth. So you, there you are. Where are you living when you're on meth? By the way. Oh, dude. oh, here's this. Where oh, here aren't you living? This is even the same sadder. concept. This time it actually doesn't have gas. No, I still. Okay. Li- I was living with my parents. Oh, and were they also? Uh, no, no, no. So my, did your my, parents appear to be living in slow motion while you were living with them? No, see, my dad, he, he partied, I mean, back in the day. So you, you're not putting shit over on him. How old were you at this point? When you, um, this I want to say, speak of? like, we moved to L.A. I was 18. I came back. I was probably 19 and a half. I wish know? I would have had that 18 in life song right Cued now. Cued up? Yes. Right. <laughs> Craigie was a young boy. He smoked a bowl of meth. Lived nine to five and he smoked that meth all of the time. Instead of guitars, we're now going to play lawnmowers. All right, go ahead. Um, um, so, That's the walkie in the background. It guys. is. A lot we, of chatter right we now. Well, talents on, first team's on their way in. First team. Yeah, John, what's first team? First team is the uh, main team. First unit. What's second team? They are getting like B-roll, pickups, stuff like that that the no. A-team can't get. No, second team is the stand-ins. Stand-ins. First team is the actors. They come in the stand-ins. I'll be right back. I have to go burn down this building because it's destroyed everything I've ever known. <laughs> so, all right. So you're... Oh. You're okay. on meth with your parents. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on meth. Um, are your mom... And your mom's making meals that you're not eating. Are you living in the right. basement? Did you smell? No, we didn't have... Ba- There's no basements in California. How oh, were your teeth? Right. And did right. you have that's bad right. BO? Yeah, no. I kept it all together pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I've am i decided that... Just other pictures my of you with your pizza dis- making My mom was clueless, decided to be clueless, and my dad was like, eh, something's going on with this okay, motherfucker. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he'd keep an eye on me and be like, all right, all right. He took me, though, when I was young, he... Uh, Found out I'd done coke. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I'm saying I'm 19 and a half or, or 19, so I'm already young. Yeah. First off, yeah. So when I was half thing here, when I was even younger, younger, you did coke. When I was 16, he found out I did coke, and he's just like, "Oh, so did you like it?" And I tried some, like, "No, no, I didn't like it at all." And he just laughed, and he goes, "Oh, really? That's why millions of people are addicted to it till they fucking die." Right. Oh, the speech he brought. He brought it in. Let's oh, turn, no, let's, let's notch get, that a little bit. This is some ball? serious shit here. He's better than just, that. Just a little bit. You you have to base it on your ears, but mine are pretty sensitive, so I can hear. You'll know when they call he, you. Uh, there you go. He made you do a whole eight ball. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the punishment with a monkey <laughs> and and listen to Metallica. Yeah. Um, perfect. Wow. Two with things I monkey. like. What you? <laughs> John's struggling with the mic again. Guys, can you turn me down a little bit? It's really loud in my ears. Are you serious? Yeah. You're the one that told me to turn the headphones up. I know, up. dude. There, no, there you I'm, go. Not, I'm not hearing myself. I'm hearing you guys <laughs> scream at me. Um. So, so yeah, no. So, Dad, he uh, he's just like, okay, cool. Like, he doesn't trip. He's not going to hit you and yell at you and freak out. That That's what's great about my dad. And you're like, oh, shit. No, he's li- he's life lesson guy. He's like, come on, dude. And so we go for a ride, and we go visit his friend, who was like his only successful friend, like super successful, had a nice house, had a BMW, had a boat, beautiful wife, two kids. And then we go to this shitty rundown apartment complex, and there's Jim, and uh, he's got like lawn furniture in his, in his, in his apartment. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. What and my dad came and went over there, and they just fucking chit-chatted for a bit, and then like, all right, dude, later. We get in the car, and I go, Whoa. I go, what happened to Jim, dude? I go, where's all his shit? And Cocaine. Goes, and that's my dad. He goes, Coke, dude. And I go. He lost his house, his yep, family, his yep, kids, everything. Yep. And he goes, and then my dad. Well, no, was, was he talking about Jim while Jim was there and not really acknowledging no, Jim? No, this is after or? they left. After they no, left. after we left and got in the car. What, ha- what was the awkward visit like with Jim? 
Did you guys have to give him money? In a no. It wasn't awkward for his dad. I'm sure he'd yeah. stopped by there before. So it was yeah. just like, Did what you, are you doing, deal. man? Did your dad make you bathe him? Yeah. That was your, that was Jim your wasn't that bad off. Uh, okay, all right. So Jim didn't smell, but Jim had lost everything that Yeah, you that was the point. Yeah. All right. I mean, they Sorry. probably smoked a joint, and my dad's like, all right, bro, later. And then we get in the car, and I'm like, what happened to Jim? And he just looks at me and goes, Coke. He goes, he lost a house, he lost his boat, he lost his Beamer, he lost his wife, he lost his kids. He goes, let's see, what do you got? He goes, you got some shitty records and cassettes. He goes, you'd be sucking dick in a week. Wow. He said that to you? Or- <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. he's serious. Yeah. Okay. And I la- I said, I go, fuck that. And he goes, hey, Four dude. days, Max. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your week. I'll suck your dick right now. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Let's Where did this show oh, go? Man. I ain't afraid of shit. Give me some coke. Is this yeah. how you talk when you're on meth? <laughs> no, he's not on meth. Oh. No. He's a 16, 15-year-old. I'm so coke. confused by all your drug binges. I don't even know which one God, you're on you right now. Well, out of touch uncle. Yeah, right? I, yeah, your drug binges are well, scaring yeah. <laughs> Maybe you kids need to come to Bible study with me on Tuesday. And scene. The, uh, the, uh, no, so, yeah, no, my dad was just, he was just always blatant and honest. You mm-hmm. know, he's just like, oh, okay, here's the reality of what happens when you do too much coke. Mm-hmm. You get caught in the spiral, mm-hmm. and you spiral the fuck out. And, you know, when he said the suck dick thing, I laughed. Like, well, who wouldn't? To John, mock John him. giggled. And he, just, and he just looked at me and goes, hey, dude, better people than you already have. He goes, that's a fact. It is a fact. Period. Yeah. Bottom line. It is Bakersfield. So, so more you than know, a fact. and and even though I still partied, I still did shit. That was always in the back of my mind. The spiral out. Yeah. And I knew people. You know, you if you know, anytime you run in drug world, you know, everybody's fine. But oh, then Mike. Oh yeah. yeah. And you're always like, the one guy. There's always one or two guys or that girl. Like oh god, where's she now? Yeah. Hanging out with thirty five year olds. And giving up the ass, you know, so that shit happens. Yeah, gross. Yep. And, and yep. it is gross. It's sad. Let's get to something happy. So you. So anyway. So anyway, we grew a coke so, tree, and we had unlimited cocaine. <laughs> we never had to worry about a spiral. So anyway, so then I just I I hit a uh, I hit a wall with the meth. I just realized I was hanging. You know, I'm like 19, hanging out with like. 35, 45 year old people yeah, who are yeah. not winners. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like my drug dealer, <laughs> this is sad. When I graduated, I went over to his house to get, you know, buy my weed for the night. And he gave me, he gave me Coke. And he's just like, hey, dude, good job, buddy. <laughs> right? We're graduating. We're graduating. Uh, How sad is that? You're the it's first one in our circle sad. of idiots <laughs> who's graduated high school. And it's we're so all sad. 45. Yeah. So I, uh, my other dad lived in Alaska, and I was just like, you know what? My I two dads. I just called him up and was like, uh, hey, can I come live with you? Because they don't have that up there. Meth? I mean, they have it, but you have to know a biker. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah got, or know who brings yeah. the tr- who, who is coming in on the train. Yeah, you have to know how to mine train. for it. Yeah. yeah, so I just went up there and uh, just stayed away. So that's how you ended up uh, in Alaska. Yeah. And that's, and all right, so now you're in Alaska. This is, how long have you been away? At this point, you're in Alaska. How long have you been away from your first trip to L.A.? Uh, probably just six months. Wow. That's so you were amazing. like, LA, so what did you do in Alaska? Back to Bakersfield, meth, and then to Alaska to get the fuck yeah. out of there. So yeah. You visited and, all the sets of the television show Ed, right? And, yeah, sure. And, uh, and then, I don't know, what was the North Face show? Or? North, that's what I meant, Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure. Oh, right. Oh, was yeah. Ed there? What is Actually, Ed? I've been to the is. town I'm... that was filmed in, in okay. Washington. So you did, you visited it. In Washington <laughs> State. Yeah. <laughs> when are you telling me they don't actually sometimes go Isn't to that the... weird? I don't understand. They're like the trees are green. Good you know, for enough. years I thought I had accidentally moved to Philadelphia. Speaking of, all right, I hear so you. so anyway, so uh, I go and I live in it's just a tiny little town. Mm-hmm. For I mean, Pe- making pizzas. 
No. Well, I mean, you figure it would carry the skill over. No, no. But. No, now I delivered auto parts. So you're, you're still delivering. Still a delivery guy. But way, Not as fast. Way slower now. It's a, sto- right now. It's a stoner's yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a okay. Here we go. For sure. Did you see a lot of moose or meese, whatever they call yeah. them? Yeah. Meese. Of course. Of course. <laughs> saw a lot of meese. You do. Yes. I saw a lot of those. It was very boring. Uh, but beautiful, right? I mean. Yeah, Sure. Okay, why wow, you don't you're not outdoorsy? Oh, at all? he does not like no. Alaska. He's not a big Alaska. If you're I listening mean, in Alaska, we want to apologize. This part of the uh, the segment. Uh, hey, is... fuck him! I did my seven years in Alaska. <laughs> so that's how long you stayed up there before you came back here yes. to Los Angeles. Yes. What the hell did you do for seven years? Please tell me you did not deliver auto parts for seven years in Alaska. No, I moved on to delivering electronics actually for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lived in, so I lived in this small town for three years. Didn't okay. really do anything. Then I moved to Anchorage. Okay. And by not do anything, city, I just right? mean live your life. You just, you, yeah, yeah, you're just collecting yeah. a paycheck. Yeah, and yeah you didn't around. just lay still for right. uh, three years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is he gonna I'm ready no, now. He's just not doing anything. <laughs> so then I uh, moved to Anchorage. Yeah, the big city, which again, it's a town. It's a bigger town. And uh, got in a band there. Was DJ on a radio show. Now, were you in bands? How did, how did you get on the radio? Oh, uh, I, I, college I made, radio. I think he accidentally walked in one day. He's and like, they're like, you're hey, on. You guys, do you guys have a bathroom? Dude, you're on. You're yeah, on. Yeah. Classic, All right. Hey, my Classic TV I'm, I'm episode movie, right? It's, it's... Is it cool if we play Iron Maiden for an hour? You're late. Get in there. <laughs> uh, you know, so I had a band, punk rock band. Sure you did. You know, and, and you're uh, a drummer? I was a drummer. Yeah, yeah, you were. Met my wife. Uh, Where? Oh, wait, I should say, so the first comedy I did was up there. Was this uh, no, little... No, not first. You had already done stand Well, I'd already advice. done it down but there. you're saying since... At a comedy club. Oh, okay. Right? Uh-huh. So when I moved to Anchorage, I found out, oh, they had a comedy club. Like an open mic night or something yeah. you went to? Okay. And I, so I was like, sweet. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go down there and I, you know... Because when you're on meth, you wrote a million jokes. You wanted <laughs> to see if none of them were funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. none of them yeah. were. Confirmed. So I went up and did comedy and mm-hmm. uh, I was the new guy. So they liked it. Right. They'd never you know? seen you before. No. And all the, you know, they only had like maybe two other guys. That's crazy. The right? market was not exactly saturated. Not like exactly. It is in yeah. LA. Yeah. That's good. That's, but that's the way to be a winner. And yeah. The, right? And so the guy who was like ran the open mic, was the always, always opened up for whoever's coming to town. You know, he's a, he's a man. He's like a 35 year old dude. Okay. Easy. And I'm, I'm oh, like 21. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. like, you know, 21, 22 at the time. And he was just like, the, the waitresses were like, oh my God, that was so funny. And it wasn't funny. I was so new at it. But it was better than anything they'd seen. They hadn't seen anything new. Wait, yeah. yeah. Your wife was the waitress? No, my wife no. wasn't working. Did I, you I didn't have even sex know her with yet. that waitress? No. Is that why you're telling us no, this story? I no, he sh- wanted somebody that this guy was well, pissed. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah. He did not fucking like He was like the dude. He, he was, was the dude. Comedy yes. guy in Anchorage. Yes. And he was the big fish in the small he, pond. Yeah. Everyone knew him. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, cool. I'm funny. He, I'm, I was, it was funny. I made some All people right. laugh. I can come back because the manager comes out. Hey, dude, yes. Like finally, where have you been? Which then I realized they're all like that guy's just standing right there, and they're all literally like, "Yeah, we're so fucking tired of Mark." Oh my no. god! But they didn't say that. But right. that's exactly. But it kind of was. Yeah. Sure. Did you wear a sport coat? Who? Mike. Mark. No, Mark, Mark was <laughs> exactly. That's he's how irrelevant he was already. He's he was memorable. '80s metal guy holding on to that look, right? And so they're like, "Oh, come back next week. We do this again." And so I did. 
But then that time, I did my thing, and it was good. But the com- the comedians that were going up were from New York. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What were they doing oh, there? heavy hitters. Making money. Yeah, getting paid. They were actually booked to be there. They yeah. flew in. Okay. So one of the guys was the uh, the from the movie Goodfellas, All right? right? Um, wh- who? He was the guy. Unfortunately, I always forget his name, but he's the guy who- A well-known person? He's Ish? A, Ishy? He, I mean, he's in. he shows up in Sopranos. He's, oh, that guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's just one of these little background guys. He's in Casino uh, for okay, a so minute. He's not, he wasn't the guy that was judging Last Comic Standing, who's also a comic that was in Sopranos. Probably not. He's uh, the guy. He comes up, and he does the- uh, Whatever that guy's name is. When uh, Ray Liotta drops off cocaine to the guys in the other town, he goes, oh, you seen helicopters, Karen? That guy. Yeah, okay. Okay, so okay. he's that guy. Bob Golub? Maybe. Maybe he that's lives his here. name. I'm sure now. I'm saying he's he was a New York comic. I don't know. Or stop shitting on my story. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up the guy you're trying to describe. <laughs> I think that's him. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's from Pittsburgh. So anyway, uh, he 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 pulls me aside and he goes mm-hmm. he goes, "Hey, I'm going to tell you something." <laughs> but he just did it in such an awesome way. He's all he's all. I don't know you. He goes, you could walk right out this door and get hit by a car. I could give two fucking shits. I ain't going to shed a tear. And he just goes, he goes, but you're good at this. You should keep doing it. He goes, none of your stuff's funny, but you got stage presence. And I'm like, okay. Like, I don't even know what that meant. Yeah, you're like, I was up there. Right. I was present. Yeah. And so, you know, he's just like, he's. I'm just saying, keep doing it. And I was like, all right, I will. So then I come back to that place place the next week they fucking closed oh and like, that was the end of that was, was the, it yeah that was it so then brings us to today wait <laughs> he had a meth habit who the owner no probably no up there it would just coke it would just be coke they were all cokeheads up there all right yeah because alaska's like 10 years behind so yeah they got meth they're now. 80s I think, I think they now a, they would have meth. They have a wicked meth problem now i'm sure so you do this. So so then what happens? So then. Well, well wait. So, what was your next move? You realize, okay, this place is closed. Was there other? Were there other places to do comedy? No, there was absolutely nowhere to do comedy. And then I started playing in the band. What did that Mark guy do? He just wither up and yeah, died? he must have. I never, never saw him. You never again. saw him again. So no. you broke his spirit. So you, hopefully you somebody crushed, did. You hopefully. crushed him. You crushed. Yeah, he was a dick. So I hope. All right. Yeah, well, hope if that's what we're looking at it, then okay. Uh, so then I just did the band thing for like. Three, four years, met my wife. Mm-hmm. And, oh, back to how you met your wife. Yeah, so I met her through the band. All right. You know. Groupie? She was a roadie? No, no, no. There was just, it was a- She was the bass player? No. Continue. She, there was this, it was a group of people. You know, oh, okay. we they're, they're, yeah, okay. We I, were yeah. the punk rock scene. It's it's were the so scene. small. You were the scene. There's it the was heavy you guys. metal guys. There's the punk rock guys. There's me. Then there's those fucking wussy guys that the metal and punk rock guys hate. Mm-hmm. But did the metal and punk rock guys get along? Of course. Okay. I got along with all of them. You seem very concerned about that. Uh, well, I mean, that's two yeah, favorite that, genres of music. I would like to think that we can all learn that how to that they do get along. Yeah. You guys didn't have street fights. No, because okay. all the our little the punk rock scene was not like anywhere. This one was like a fucking more. Uh, they were pussies. They were all soft, nonviolent. It's more of a hippie punk rock thing. Oh, I don't know about pussies. Maybe not nonviolent <laughs> might be a good way. <laughs> yeah, to there go, you go. So they were fucking pussies. They were soft. They yeah. were soft. Okay. Where did you get all married? Right. In Alaska. In Alaska. And did you guys when you when you when you dropped the ring bomb? You're like we got we're going to L.A. baby because that's that's where Daddy's calling us. Did you throw like a little bit of speed? What was your no, dude? It was uh, literally what we did is, she, and she started working at this pub, mm-hmm. and they were like, 
Oh, and I'd only mentioned like, oh, I did comedy a couple times at this annex. Right? right? We're starting to learn that's enough up there. You're a a professional. First thing you hear is, Mark, you're fired again, but continue. (laughs) Yeah. And then the band started, like, we started not playing, you know, it started to break up. Right. Just because uh, it's like the guitarist was like, yeah, dude, he goes, I want to take this on the road. And I'm all, all right, make a CD. I was like, all right. And he goes, but fuck corporate structure, dude. He goes, I don't even want to make money off of this. And I was like, like, all right, I'm out. You lost me. Yeah. Yeah. What the, what's the point? Drumsticks cost money. So you, uh. So then, so you start doing comedy at the bar. Yeah, so the wife, uh, you know, so then they're like, yeah, we, we, we're going to have, like, bands in here. We're going to do this in here. So Karen volunteers me. She's like, my husband does comedy. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Okay, go back a second. You met your wife while you were in this punk rock band uh-huh. through this scene, and you were married quickly? No, you know what? We were friends I for just, like... I cut to the chase. I'm sorry. We were friends for like two years. Okay, okay, okay. You know, I should say I am absolutely a coward when it comes to hitting on girls, you know, even right. though... Did she get caught up in your afro and you had no choice to talk uh-huh. to her? I don't understand. No. Greg had a massive afro. He's got a great photograph I do. in his house. Um, I always had a girlfriend, but it was always because they were so like, hey, dude, let's do this thing. Oh, sure. All yeah. right. Yes. I'm the same. I'm not going out on the limb. You right. know? Someone had to go, hey, you're yeah. my boyfriend now. And you <laughs> exactly. go, uh, okay, okay. this is my girlfriend now. Right. You guys hold hands and walk into the sunset. So, because, uh, you know. In Alaska, my, that sunset lasts seven months. I'm that guy. The roommates are like, whoa, dude, Craig's got a new one every week. And it's like, no. We're just hanging out. Yeah. I'm pretty much week. a gay friend. Yeah. Uh, so we started dating, then we got married. And then, uh, so she, she just calls me one day. She goes, Hey, I booked you a gig on the. You had, Do you remember you what you were doing at home? Friday. Nothing. Nothing. Your pants on? Yeah. Probably not. Uh, no. If she wasn't there, then no. Okay. I didn't have my pants on. Pants Tidy whiteies? Pants cool. suck um, <laughs> And so she just suck basically, it. here's the date. Now, because I was already in that band and nothing happened happens there dude <laughs> when i did that show everybody came out 80 fucking people just packed this little pub did you record it yeah of course <laughs> well it seems like this was because your one I, man show that yeah night. <laughs> i already came from band world so yeah. i was like we gotta record this shit oh you it actually did epic. i was just kidding no i Put actually did DVD. you have it still to this day it's somewhere and it's t- well, awesome. You know it's awesome. So it's on tape, though. Sell it to Netflix. It is. It's on cassette. It's on cassette. Yeah. Yeah. Sell that to Netflix. Netflix starts <laughs> putting out old cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the newest thing, guys. <laughs> streaming, it's, streaming cassettes. It's like the uh, it's like the uh, um, the podcast app on on Apple, where like you flip the thing and it just shows the reel to reel. That's going to be the new Netflix thing. You're just going to watch Dude. a reel to reel while you listen right. to yeah. Craig's tape. That'd be good. That'd be tight. So did you crush it? In your mind that night, you know what I cr- I crushed it in their mind even. Oh, okay. So this was this was one of your moments. I've w- seen you have these moments. Did you before, see? So. Was, was like Mark in the back, arms crossed, just like staring. That would have been good. You know, I didn't eyes. I didn't mention. I I told you there were two guys. So yeah. there was one other, right? He was there. He was. And he was mad. Well, Craig, this he is he was mad. Yeah, it, it was very weird. No this support. is weird, but I would like to bring in Mark right now because we, <laughs> we have Mark. Mark, come out from under Brian's <laughs> desk. John actually just tweeted Mark, <laughs> Mark while we were on the show Mark to get him get here. here. Yeah, and he made it down here. That's fantastic. turns out he's always been right behind you, and he's right. my comedy mentor. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right, so, so there, this is your big night. So the other guy. Like he didn't understand how how so many people came to see the show. 
Like, how did you? So he didn't understand that you had with the band hookup and other people, and you, right. you were, and also you were younger and more personable and probably yeah. a lot friendlier. And this I is the nineties. Flyers. Is this oh, the nineties? Yeah, the fucking yeah, I promoted. Okay. It, yeah, it's before the internet. Yeah, so it's not social networking stuff. Oh wait, you know what? The the internet had just started. It was ninety six, but it wasn't like MySpace. No, Facebook not at all. Kind of not at all. You could send an email, and you're like, "Holy shit! Yeah. I just sent somebody a letter." Yeah, and that I, was the old mailing list. Yeah, yeah and I, 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 I even had internet because. Uh, <laughs> Way to say it. I even had the internet back then. No, I yeah, because my dad, for some reason, my dad has always been like on top of new technology. And so he would, since I was the divorce kid, he and he was never around, it was always, hey, new shiny box, happy birthday, uh, buddy. There you yeah. go. So hey, you're, look who has the newest thing. That's right. And so I, we can actually do, we can Google Craig Coleman, uh, 10578910124547 at AOL.com, and, uh, and we'll find yeah, your old email address. I'd be there. So I like come home from work one day, and there's just this box sitting in my room. And my roommate's like, yeah, that came. And I looked at it, and I'm like, what is it? What the fuck is it? Yeah, I open it up and I'm still like a couple of Zoolanders over here. I go, <laughs> yeah. oh fuck, do we look at this thing? I thought it was a, a weird TV, you know, because it's just the uh, and I. That is awesome. But then my other roommate, he knew what it was, and so he's walking down the hallway. Hold goes, on a second. There's two idiots trying to figure out why. What do you think it is? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Like literally, you had this conversation. Honestly, dude, I. Commodore computer, that's as far as I understood. And the Commodore was you know, a game system, right? Yeah, yeah, and then there's the kind that... Um, it wasn't time. even a computer. Okay, right, and then the kind in uh, school that weighed like a thousand pounds and just had those big green blocky letters, like mm-hmm. one, two, that was play sure. a game. That was the first game. computer I ever yeah. saw. Yeah. At the blinking box. And I'd never seen or heard of any other kind, mm-hmm. and that's it. And, then, and, and back then, you'd walk into a room... And there was like 50 huge machines going, gong, 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 gong. And that somebody typed up your name, Craig, or just a C, and it took like 10 minutes. When is this? Did you, have you seen? I'm talking what? about no, in the late what? 70s no, 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 and no, no, in no, the no, 80s. No, 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 I'm talking about when, when, you, when, you were, you, when you opened up this box of Discovery. This box of Discovery had to be somewhere around 95, okay. 96. Right, that's okay. Right. Someone out there right now is probably yelling like, "No, you fucking moron! They didn't come out until yeah." Have you? Have well, you for you, it watched, did. Yeah. Did you ever watch Mad Men? No. No. They show them. It takes place in the '60s, and they showed them getting their like a computer, and then right. and everyone's like, "Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Like a, a computer? What the hell is this thing? Oh, yeah, it's gonna take the place of man. Okay, like sure, just shitting all over <laughs> yeah. it, you know? Like there's smoking around, and someone's like, "Don't smoke near the computer." They're like, "Fuck this thing." That's, That's funny. funny. Okay, yeah, go ahead though. Sorry. Yeah, so I like I took it out of the box and I just because the the most awesome thing about it is is it says cut here, be careful, and you're like okay, so step by step I'm reading all these instructions. Take out of box, okay, <laughs> and I set it up on the thing, and then I just look at it. And my other roommate, he's the college kid, he comes walking by and just like. Holy, holy shit. shit, you got a fucking home computer, and I'm like. Dude, you know what this is? Uh, I was like, "Come on, you're I like, go, can I come trade on this? in? Can I trade this for meth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I get for How it? many pizzas?" <laughs> and so, yeah, we hooked it all up. But anyway, anyway, and so, then yeah. you then you went online and you found out L.A. still existed. Yeah, here, let's go get something to eat, and whatever we just typed in uh, might be up by the time we get back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because that was everything buffering. Yeah, yeah. big time. Buffering, yeah. buffering, buffering. So, so here you are. You're, so how, many, how long did you do stand-up at this bar? Once. Oh, that's it. And then you never did stand-up again until you came to I did it once LA? there. And then, of course, somebody at the show was affiliated with the college. And they're like, dude, you're doing a show at the college. All right, so there it is. So I was on a roll. 
Yo, two, two then, shows. I'm yeah. on a roll. Hey, two shows in hey, two years. For Anchorage, hey, man. trust me. So uh, when did you finally go, that's it, wifey, All right. So a- then a.k.a. We, Karen? We had been almost married a year, uh-huh. and we uh, we got stoned. We were in the mall. We're walking across the sky bridge. On Is the she refer- okay with you speaking about this part, the being stoned thing? Oh, can you beep her name out? Oh, wait. I guess you can't. Too it doesn't right. matter. Continue. Who cares? Nobody she knows is going to listen know. to this. <laughs> so, My wife has never said anything I've ever done. Continue. We walk over the bridge, and there's a travel agency, and it had a palm tree on it. And I just looked at her, because winter was coming. And I just looked at her, and I go, do you want to just move to California? And she's just like, Yes. Is she in, is she from there? That's her. Oh yeah, that's her oh, world. She was born and raised in Alaska. Yeah. Hates it. All right. So oh, then you guys. Wow. And yeah. so wow. how long between staring at that fake palm tree? Two months. And you guys did what? You got in the plane. You drove. We walked into that travel agency and bought two tickets. One way. One way oh, to LAX because. We knew at the end of October you're going to get that permanent fund check, which is a state check uh, you get from the oil companies if you live there. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. It sounds exciting. Well, the oil companies, since they steal and use all that land, okay. they have to put- uh, They give you money. They have to put it- uh, A certain percentage has to go into a bank account. Every man, woman, and child gets a check every year. Um, For how much? Well, that's the thing. It depends on how good oil does. So if oil does really well, so your your flight check was what ish? You remember? Did you, I, well, did I know. You feel like I know. Money bags at that I, point. I know my, that that when we left, those checks came in the mail two days before we left, and they were fourteen hundred dollars each. That's a good. All right, well, yeah, there I'm you go. Here with that like, was enough for you to start. So, I had four hundred when I got here, so yeah, that was, that's that'll well last you about sure. three weeks in LA. So sure. that's good. You guys had you know. So we moved. Easy. To, so we did the. Uh, so you flew to where? The skip. L.A. and then we went to um, Bakersfield. So you did not live in L.A. right away. You got no. here. You looked around. Yeah, and got then... to Bakersfield, and then I got a call from Brian, the corn guy. Mm-hmm. And this is still the nineties. Did you go back to Bakersfield because that's where you were 90s. from? You're right. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Just to so get a launching point. Make sure she saw the car that drives around the neighborhood. Right. Buck Owens' car. Yeah, Buck Owens. <laughs> and then uh, um, see a star. So Brian calls, and Brian's just like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Because he knew we had been there for like. Three, Did you have a cell phone at this months. point, Brian? No. Who? So he called your parents' uh, house, Brian Head Welch. He's the guitarist. Oh, uh, for, for Corn. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he called your parents' house. Yeah. And they had call waiting, or whatever, dude. Yeah. Well, I just want to make Smart sure ass. that they didn't call, and it was a busy signal, which is usually what happens when you call older <laughs> people's houses. They did have in the call 90s. waiting by this All right, time. Okay, good. Uh, and he was just like, "What are you doing, dude?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, we're just we're living here, you know, right now, saving up some money, and then we're going to move to L.A." And he goes, "You'll never save the money." Just move. You'll never leave, which oh. is true. Which is well, true. You just get stuck. Right. I, I appreciate that, but his advice should have been, you'll never save the money, just go. Yeah. Not, you'll never leave. Yeah, no, he meant that. You'll never leave there. You will never You'll get stuck in there. another thing. Which and... is the, and the, you know, the funny thing is, is that's the conversation Reggie had with David, Korn's drummer. You know, he was 16 when he left for LA to pursue the dream. He was still in high school. You know, we were all older. We just graduated. So he's a runaway, technically. Well, Reggie just says, hey, dude, you going? And he's like, well, I have. And he goes, get a GED, dude. And he's just like, well, and he goes, what? You want to walk across stage with your friends? He's like, fuck these people. They're never leaving this town. He goes, you'll never leave this town. He goes, we're leaving now. If you want to go and make this happen, 
Now's the time. Which all sounds awesome because they became successful. Because sad, they did. Sad, sad story if they did not. But anyway, back to you. So you guys are in Bakersfield. You I'm get sorry. the speech. It would oh, not ahead. be a sad story if they did not become successful. That kid would have either gotten his GED or sure. gone back to school. Right. At least he would have given a, taken given a, a chance. chance. On yeah. like his fucking dream. Have you yeah. not heard his meth cocaine story? Yeah, and look where okay. he is now, dude. He's fine. He's with us right now. Well, right. not alive. fine then, but he's alive and he's successful and he's yeah. married. And, and he so, has... all right, and sure. good and, spin. And good so spin. So Reggie, spin. Reggie did the same thing with Brian. Brian was like, "Oh yeah. fuck, L.A.," yeah. and he was just gonna move back. And Reggie's just like, "Hey, why don't you be in our band?" And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna go back." He goes and live in Bakersfield, dude. Like, you've lived here for four years now. We're never going to have listeners in Bakersfield now. And so then... <laughs> Is that above No, if you're in Bakersfield, get out. <laughs> and so that so Brian, basically, he did the same thing for me. And he's like, yeah. dude, I can we can hook you up with a job and da-da-da. And I bought all that. And I go, all right, we're doing it. And we did. We we moved down. It was hellish. It was, what, what it was scary. So where'd you move? Where'd you move we to? moved, you know, because we were told, oh, well, if you're going to do comedy, you got to live in Hollywood. So we were on Franklin and Argyle. Yeah, but Which is right by cheap. the 101. Right, that yeah. wasn't cheap, was it? Where we were living, it was. Okay. Back then. All right. Back then was oh, real yeah. shitty right there. Okay. The places we looked at, like the- This fr- is mid-late 90s at this point, right? Yeah, this okay. is probably 97. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was okay. like two years before I moved out here, and All that right. area was still brutal. Oh, it was brutal. The yeah, there was a chalk outline, yeah. literally on our street. Another one? Yes. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. You're like, how, what do you think of when you think of LA? Murder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Outlines. That's it. And there you was... could have become an outliner. That's what you there was a calling that you missed. You <laughs> right. could have been the guy that makes the outlines. You're like, I even go in between the fingers. <laughs> yeah. I'm that's really, how good I am. I'm really good. So we did the uh we, you know, we're looking looking at different apartments. And I swear to God, this this is the, I'm not even making this up. We go to this one place, and there's this this Chinese hooker. I mean, she was just shortest skirt ever, highest heels ever, smoking a cigarette. Attractive? No. Okay. And her door's open, and she's just like, now "We know hello. what you're into." Uh, yes. Like, hello, what you want? And the whole thing, I was like, we looked at each other, like, really? Like, this is all over the top. So she takes us into this vacant apartment. And the carpet, I mean, it looked like blood splatter was on the wall. I, I shit you not. And it probably was. And the carpet was like just rolled out and had duct tape, like taping it down to the wall. And she goes, fresh carpet. Oh, yeah? Is that a covering up? Yeah. A scene of a crime. crime scene. If you had rolled that back, yeah. another outline. Of, and yes. but caked in blood. Yes. Like, yeah. And we looked at each other. We just, we're With like, blood okay, were... thanks. And we just left and we looked at each other. We just started laughing. We're like, dude, that, that was so not even real. Like, we just set up because that, that yeah. was, all that was too much. Just too much. And then we find this place. It says, uh, Artist community. Oh, God. So you got to be an artist of some kind to live there, right? Yeah, I paint with my feces. Let me in. But turns out it was... uh it was all actresses in the whole building, uh-huh. pretty much. Yeah, five hundred bucks. Everyone just screaming that they didn't get the part. Uh, uh, I lots mean, of, oh, lots what? of sides flowing out the window. All right, just... hey, what's the guy's name that did the the fly? Jeff Goldblum. He was in, like, as you walk out the front doors, there's like that the community room, 
He was teaching a class in that community room. You're in Hollywood okay. now. And that's, you're in, and that's where you're that's like. That's your thought. That's what yeah, you thought. And that's what I thought. I go, what? I'm in Hollywood. Every day you're going to see somebody else. Goldman's. Tomorrow, what? Yes. Robert De Niro is going to be teaching <laughs> exactly. a class in my new apartment complex. It turns out it was just <laughs> Jeff Goldblum every yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. It wasn't even him. It was a Jeff Goldblum guy from. <laughs> impersonator explained <laughs> how to be a good Jeff Goldblum impersonator. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So so we did that, and I just started doing. Uh, so you went back to the stand up at the point? No, now. Yes. So, but now, you, as we talked about last time, when you were in LA the first time, you didn't do stand up at clubs he, at that point. He, not right? at clubs. No. he opened for corn. Yeah, like so you did like See, but now, music. So, how did you get back into a scene non music wise? Right. Well, because now, you know, I'd moved here and the corn guys were here. They were, they were successful at this point. Mm-hmm. And then there was a friend of ours from Bakersfield back in the day guy mm-hmm. who was a comedian agent. Oh, okay. And so they're like, oh, I they're know like, you're talking about they're like yeah, hey, yeah. call Matt. Yeah, he'll hook it up, dude. Who's by the way now is an extremely he's huge successful yes. agent. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about him or no? Yeah, he can say who it is. Yeah, no, he's great. I, I mean, basically, where is he at? No, it's Matt Blake, right? You're talking yeah. about Matt Blake. Yeah, yeah I don't know where he is now. He's one of the big agencies. He, he, so. I could basically find out anywhere he is. Call, say my name, calls me right back. Yeah, what do you need, buddy? He's, he's I mean, I love the guy. The yeah. guy, super nice guy. Down I don't even have to talk to him for like three years, and he's like, "What's up?" Yep. Yeah, and he'll hook me up at the drop of a dime. Yeah, he's a good guy. So he got me in, um, you know, he just, here, go to the comedy store, talk to um, Bobby Lee, uh, I forget this other guy. Other people. And other people. Other people. The guys, you know? Yeah. And so because it's Matt, they're like, oh, f- hell right. yeah, buddy. Yeah. And, you know, but they all did. They gave me their advice. Uh, they were cool to me and told me what I needed to do. And, uh, yeah, shit like that. And then Big Daddy here rolled it in 2000. You? Uh, yeah. That, I met you uh-huh. in the open mic scene. Right. At Bar Azur. And Craig had this. We, I can't, did we talk about this? I can't remember if we talked about this in the last Dr. episode. Zayas but jacket? He had a Dr. Zayas, like Planet of the Apes jacket. Ugh. And he, he would come on stage it's with a briefcase. more like a 70s mob, mafia yeah, guy. But I used to call it the Dr. Zayas. Yeah. But, and he had a briefcase. So that was his look. And he, you would come on stage with a briefcase and say, "Oh, about the briefcase? Yeah. Oh, you know what? That, that it's something about you. You mean business? Oh, uh, the- oh, this is uh, yeah. I would, I would never really use the brief. I just set it down. Like, look, don't even pay attention to the briefcase. That's just there, so you know that I'm. I mean, business. Yeah, There's, prop work. You're not gonna find a deck of cards in there because Craig Coleman doesn't play games. Yeah, <laughs> got to watch because I know what time it is. You know what I mean." <laughs> I feel like oh. these jokes would have been great delivered by oh, Matt Fulcheron. Uh, but Matt was, no, Matt was at Matt, the same shows, and he would all, well. Like Matt had a couple catchphrases too right. back then. Well, he took my uh, he took the clock one. He goes, he goes, hey, so uh, can I have that? There's no watch in there. <laughs> Or, uh, but you had watch started in moving because, away from that stuff over because time. I, I know, know what time it is. Yeah. He goes, because come on, he goes, come on, you know that was. That's my shit. <laughs> and I go, of course you can have that. It's so funny when I look That's back hilarious. on those open mics. So many of us mm-hmm. met each other at that place. It was just a miserable, oh, yeah. miserable mic, but it, you, you, we met everybody there. Yeah, it was great. It was a great open mic. Yeah, 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 it was. It was fun. It was fun. That's so funny. I mean, I remember the jacket. You didn't wear the jacket too long. You eventually hung it up. Yeah, because my wife police. got rid of it. Oh, an accident? The power jacket, dude. Was, I did, yeah. I mean, did you she could throw out your briefcase, too? Yes! Did you really? 
No. Are you married, John? No, I'm not. Don't. Yeah. I'm not. No, but, he is but, now. But if but you want to hold on to your shit. Well, I also, <laughs> well, I don't want to get into prop comedy, so maybe that's yeah, where we... Yeah, but I'm going to warn you something about relationships. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. You have to be real careful. If there is a shirt that you really like and they don't like it, they will shrink it on you so that you can't They'll wear it anymore. You have to, to watch it. out for oh, the shrinking. Oh, first of all, I do my own laundry. Well, for now you do. You do for now. But what if a shirt no, it, accidentally it just, went into like someone else's meet laundry? I my girlfriend because she's she can't. I, I'm it doing just my goes own laundry. Away. Okay, let me tell you something. First off, okay, you're my, you're fresh. You're fresh off the boat in this uh, whole thing. I'm gonna do my laundry. I forever. have a friend who, when I met him, <laughs> comedian Nate Timmel, hated women, would never get married, never gonna have kids. He's in control of his life. Guess sure. what that guy's doing now? He's got nine kids. He lives in Iowa. He has women's. two kids. He's married. He loves his life. He's okay. But it's whenever guys say, like, I got this under control, I will not change. This is who I'm always going to be. That's the that's like 2% not, of the men. No, I'm not right. saying I'm not going to change. I'm not saying uh, this, uh, this is who I'm always going to be. I'm saying she doesn't do laundry. I have to do my own laundry. She's going to do laundry when she wants to get rid of one of your shirts. Or so I can't wait for you to come it. in with your favorite shirt that's now a half shirt. You and you're still wearing it because you're in denial because you want to prove a point. Oh, this fits. It's just I lost some weight, so I wanted to wear it. It looks smaller. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, shit. <laughs> Look at that. Just like that, we're down to another hour. Oh, we wait, we wait. just got you back to L.A. Well, that's good. I but mean, you know, we, 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 we couldn't have got there without the meth. No. Right. And you look, that's a, here's the thing. Like, and and people make fun of you all the time, or make fun of people all the time for like whatever shitty things they've done in the past. And like, uh-huh. meth isn't like something to brag about. But without like all those life experiences, right, you wouldn't be who you are right no, now. No, it's true. And you're an amazing dude. So it's like what. That shit just plays into it, and it helps you. And if you can get out of it, like there are some people that they don't get out, don't get out, and that yeah. that is very sad. But I think you should. It's it's totally okay to have these life experiences because they end up making you uh, a better person in the long run. What's interesting too about your story is the fact that most people, when they come, to, they never come back. If you go to Los that's, Angeles, that's Los Angeles is one true. of those things. You either kind yeah. of accept what's going on here, and if you say I'll be back. You typically don't get back because you go into this comfort zone elsewhere. Sure. Your journey's a little bit odd because obviously you went to Bakersfield, then you somehow or another found out Alaska, and and then you you go back to Bakersfield, then you find yourself back in LA. That actually is very rare that I think that you would have, we would have stumbled somewhere in that journey and and just stayed and gotten comfortable somewhere and just been like, I've been there for a long time. If I probably would have stayed with the different. Met the wrong girl. Yeah. yeah, I'd still be in Alaska with like she's five chill kids. And open to things because she's a she's an Alaskan. Because a lot of those girls up there, you meet them, they're like, "Oh no, I'm gonna live and die here." And you're like, "Goodbye." It's what they know. It's what they're used to. It's you know. And at the end of the day, if you hadn't moved back, you right. would not be here right now on this amazing podcast. Right. Waiting for your name to get called so you can get on an argument radio. with somebody else yeah. about Mountain Dew. Or, hey, we're out of paper towels in the bathroom. <laughs> Gotta go. That's when you're like, man, you know, Hollywood's not so bad. Craig, go to two. Hello? Yeah, Craig, we're out of toilet paper <laughs> and <laughs> someone didn't flush and the toilet's broken. Yep, out. copy <laughs> that. Flying in. <laughs> Round three, I guess, for Craig, right, John? Uh, yeah, we'll have to do, well, obviously, we'll, we'll yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Tell your story. You're, you're our largest recurring. Oh, look who stopped in, Eric Gump. We can't have you on this Bam. one, Eric, but we still got to get you on the show. Eric Gump. <laughs> I'm telling you, wait until he comes on and talks on the show. This, this guy has lived seven, you think this guy's had a life. Wait until, wait until Eric gets on here. This guy's had 75,000 yeah, lives. it's true, it's true. Not even humanly possible, he's the only person. Look, I don't even want to get into when we used to smuggle, uh, heroin and ladies. <laughs> Ooh. From Turkey. 
Back when I was a pilot, before I was <laughs> before I was a ship captain. What? Huh? Right. Okay. All right. Thank you, John. Anything? Yeah. Thank uh, you. No, guys. Thanks. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. You, you could listen to my uh, the podcast. I'm co-host. Yeah. Go the, ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. Full charge power hour. Uh, uh-huh. You can hit me up on uh, Twitter at uh, Team Coleman Seven Six. There it is, America. America. Amazing. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 